Good morning. It is Monday, July 10th. It's five minutes after 11. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He's, he's Rob Kendall. He's on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and I'm there as well, Casey Daniels 317 Also on Instagram and the TikTok. And we're both on YouTube right now. Type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. You know something we're not doing, though, Casey? What? Running for governor. That's true. We are one of the few. (laughs) After much prayer and consideration, I'm excited to announce my campaign for governor of Indiana. That is what Curtis Hill said. Yes! Let's go! Yes. He said Hoosiers are hungry for a proven conservative leader with the courage to stand up for the traditional values upon which our republic was built. Okay, so we are scheduled to have Curtis on Wednesday. Wednesday. I knew uh, late last week he was going to do this announcement, mm-hmm. and uh, Wednesday we are scheduled to have him on. Now, I have said this uh, many times. I like Curtis running for governor because Curtis is an agitator, and he is an agitator of the people I really don't like. And so thus, Curtis, I hope Curtis treats this as a revenge tour because Curtis, um, <laughs> so for those of you who may not no. Curtis Hill was the former attorney general for the state of Indiana. He was the 43rd attorney general. He was the leading vote getter in the entire state in 2016, even beat Donald Trump. And Curtis Hill made the egregious mistake of daring to challenge and push back on Governor Eric Holcomb on a variety of issues because Curtis Hill is a conservative uh, and Curtis recognized what the Republican Party what at the time was becoming under Holcomb and the way Holcomb was behaving, and he pushed back on a whole bunch of things. Curtis then made a, uh, we'll view it as a bad choice to enter a social environment by which there were people who were not necessarily his friends and interacted with people who were not necessarily his friends. And the Details of that account vary based on what actually happened in that public setting. However, what did happen because of it was no criminal charges were filed. The special prosecutor looked at it, declined to press criminal charges. Holcomb's ethics chief looked at it, said no ethical violations occurred. The lawsuits related to it have mostly been dismissed slash thrown out. The only thing that did happened to Curtis is he was given a slap on the wrist related to his law license because, and you'll laugh at this, Casey, attorneys are supposed to be held to a higher standard than (laughs) the rest of us. And see, you are laughing at this. Mm -hmm. So Curtis Hill's life was drugged through the mud because Holcomb and Hupfer and the rest of the establishment, Good Time Fun Gang, were desperate to get rid of him. Uh, Holcomb, think about this. Holcomb and the Good Time Fun Gang sprinted to their nearest podium, all of them, to demand his resignation and step aside before any of the facts were out. Ultimately, the facts bared out no no criminal wrongdoing, no ethical wrongdoing, nothing. And yet we have not heard a single solitary word from these people about Jim Lucas, mm-hmm. who has pled guilty to DUI, fleeing the scene, and now it came out, had THC in his system. Yeah. So the guy who pled guilty and did all the stuff and admitted he did it, not a word from the Good Time Fun Gang about that, but Curtis Hill, who was never charged with anything, not even an ethics violation, right. oh, he's got to resign, he's got to step aside, he's a plague on society. They went after Curtis because Curtis was, was a thorn in their side. And Curtis put himself in a bad situation. 
I think if you hooked him up to a truth serum, he would tell you he wishes he had it to do over again. But ultimately, Curtis is a big name. He's a big voice. He'll be able to raise money. And he has zero cares to give. Casey, I couldn't be more excited about this. Okay, the thing about him announcing that he is running is just as we have just done over the past few minutes, the one thing we went back to, the allegations that were brought up against him. And is that something that he's going to have to deal with throughout this entire race? Oh, absolutely. And 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 he, look, look that will be the knock against him. And it's why he was not reelected attorney general of the, of the state of Indiana. And Todd Rokita, being the opportunist that he is, saw an opportunity there um, to exploit what he believed Curtis was vulnerable on and said, hey, look, I'm just as conservative as Curtis, but without the baggage, pick me. And that's ultimately what happened. Curtis is going to have to address that. It's mm-hmm. obviously going to come up. I would assume his opponents in the Republican primary are going to bring it up. Are absolutely going to bring it up, um, and he's going to have to just let the voters judge him based on that. Now, again, if I'm Curtis Hill, I'm going to say, "Look, did I put myself in a bad situation? Yes. Is it a situation if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't have been there? Yes. However, and he, to, to Curtis's credit, he said it from the beginning. I did absolutely nothing wrong. I committed no crime mm-hmm. and even look if anybody wanted to find something it would have been Holcomb's ethics chief yeah couldn't find an ethics violation that's well, how little the guy did wrong and this is going back to when the me too movement was in full force but this is going to possibly turn into an expensive fight for governor's race here in Indiana because you got Mike Braun you got Suzanne Crouch now you have Eric Doden who actually Look like he was doing something on the campaign trail this weekend. Like he's been rather than just getting six hundred thousand from right, his dad. Like he's just been missing an action, and all of a sudden, boom! He popped up at an event, and now you've got Curtis Hill throwing his hat in the ring, and that's just the Republican side. And, and look, let me say this: there's a lot of things Curtis did as Attorney General, as I'm praising Curtis, that I don't necessarily even agree with. There's a lot of some of Curtis's politics I don't agree with. However, here's what I do agree with. And here is why every single person should consider. Now, I'm not endorsing Curtis Hill. I'm not telling you to vote for Curtis Hill. I'm not I'm not doing that. And and there's a good chance. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. But given my affinity for for rainwater, that I'm probably not going to endorse in a Republican primary. Doesn't mean I won't. We'll see how it plays out. But everyone should consider in a Republican Party primary voting for Curtis Hill for one reason. During COVID, Curtis Hill is the one guy who not only stood up to Holcomb effectively, but stopped Holcomb effectively. Eric Holcomb tried to put you in jail for not wearing a mask. And nobody in the General Assembly, other than John Jacob and Curtin Isley, tried to do anything about it. They were very ineffective because two against 150, it's not going to matter. But Curtis Hill is the one guy who stepped up and said, you cannot do that, Eric Holcomb. You cannot just create criminal penalties out of thin air. And within 24 hours of Curtis Hill standing up to Eric Holcomb, he withdrew that from the executive order. If you are a person who hated what Holcomb and the state of Indiana did during COVID, you absolutely, absolutely owe it to yourself to at least consider. I'm not telling you to vote for Curtis, but you owe it to yourself to at least consider doing your research to vote for Curtis Hill because he's the one person who actually stood up for you. Okay, so he tried to make a political comeback previously. Didn't he try and replace Jackie Walorski? He ran in the caucus to replace Jackie Walorski. Mm-hmm. 9,833 people ran in that caucus. He got second. Rudy Yakum, who was the hand-picked person by Walorski's people, yeah, right, won, and then Curtis got 
second. So I don't know if that harms him necessarily. It wasn't like, oh, you got a distant eighth. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's got he will fundraise. He will be the most conservative person on the ticket. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a lot of conservative people behind him. Now, my fear on this is that he will split votes with Mike Braun, and you're going to end up with Suzanne Crouch mm-hmm. as the the beneficiary of all this. Okay, so Curtis Hill, 62 years old. He, uh, what, he was 14 years as a prosecutor in Elkhart County. Yeah. I mean, as someone who lived in northern Indiana, I've heard his name for many, many years, but he is anti-abortion, and he also is very tough on crime. And, and most important... And Curtis has zero cares to give, and we'll talk to him about this on mm-hmm. on Wednesday when he's in. He is going to say all the things, and all he's going to say all the things that need to be said. And I hope he's going to talk about Holcomb, and he's going to talk about the administration, and he's going to talk about the Indiana General Assembly, and he's going to talk about we're going to maybe actually have a candidate who has a plan on property taxes, mm. a plan to deal with skyrocketing gas taxes. Maybe we will finally have someone in this race who at least spark a conversation on these things. And gosh darn it, Casey, mm-hmm. we have an agitator in the race. This is going to be so great. Yeah, it will be good.